We're live. Welcome to week 53. All the balls. Jake Platt, Connor Howe, Justin Miller. Welcome to the show. One year anniversary special. Well, technically not. I think we started on like September 7th or something. But one year anniversary. Week 53. Jake, Connor, how are you doing today? Oh, man. We're doing good. We're doing good. Another week in the books. We're getting ready for football season. Yeah. Um, we're Nine in the, days. We're in the midst of baseball right now. Uh, we're getting real close to September, and you know what that means. It's fall time. It's about to heat up in the baseball race. But as I just said, football is about to start. If you like college football, it already started. I yeah. think I like the word autumn more than the word fall, but I, I'm a little sophisticated. Um, I'm doing well. I, I'm very relaxed right now. I'm having a good time with my buddies, and uh, I'm ready for a great show. I mean, we got a ton of stuff going on. Like Connor said, I mean... Get 28 games left after tonight for the Boston Red Sox. The Yankees have lost three in a row, finally. We got some big, big breaking news that happened today in the NFL that involves the New England Patriots that we're about to talk Malcolm about Butler. soon. Malcolm Butler just retired earlier today. Wow. I mean, there's a ton of stuff going Dan on. Lewis. Basketball, the free agency is basically all gone. The Knicks have their starting backcourt put together now. The Celtics have Al Horford back. There's a ton of things to talk about. But we're going to probably start with the most important news because... There was a battle going on in New England. If you guys weren't familiar, Mac Jones, Cam Newton. If you put Mac, spell it backwards, it spells Cam. Same with Cam and Mac. Have you ever thought about that before? Yeah, I did when, they, when we first drafted Mac Jones. <laughs> yeah, well, guess what? Yeah, I forgot about The that. Patriots named their starting quarterback this morning, and it's Mac Jones. Are you guys surprised about this move? I'm extremely surprised. This, this to me, is very shocking. Um, not that I felt... Cam was so great. I didn't think he was, you know, the, the bee's knees or, you know, any any level of elite. But I, I've never felt strongly about throwing a quarterback to the wolves like this, um, especially when, when it's not, you know, Trevor Lawrence or, you know, the, the year-in, year-out number one overall guy. Trevor Lawrence or Sam Darnold or Andrew Luck or... You know, whoever whoever's going number one for you, Joe Burrow. I I think those guys, the the team's intention is to play that player. When when you're the Patriots and you're in this transition period, and I think you have a quarterback that, I mean, he wasn't he wasn't great. He wasn't that bad last year. I think I think I don't know if you guys agree with me, but I think Cam Newton as the starting quarterback for the New England Patriots this season would have been in Disaster. the playoff hunt. In the playoff hunt. Um, and I really don't think that Mac Jones moves us up to, you know, I like our odds here for the playoffs. I think it's another, like, they might make it, they're going to be in the mix type deal with Jones as the quarterback. And because of that, I'd rather see Cam play a few games, let Jones, you know, get get comfortable. And then if things aren't going so well, then you bring Jones in. I, I think it, it it's very early for someone, especially when when they've only, you know, seen the practice squad in preseason to, to say, all right, here you go. You got Nelson Aguilar and Kendrick Bourne. Good luck. Like, I, I, don't, I don't like it that much. But I think, it'll be, I think it'll be okay. I don't think it'll be that much worse than Cam. But he'll might, be better than Cam. He might be getting some lumps early on. What do you think, Kyle? Are you surprised? You thought it was going to be Cam doing it too, didn't you? I did. I was shocked. Um, not that we have any history of Belichick in dealing with quarterbacks and this type of battle. Belichick had never picked a first-round uh, first quarterback since Bledsoe. Hasn't started a quarterback in week one as a rookie since Bledsoe. So a lot of things that Belichick hasn't done in the past 20 years, it's happening right now. Um, how I felt about Cam. I felt Cam, you know, I felt they were really close. I felt 
Cam. I would have started Cam. I would have kept Cam on, like Jake said, for about four or five weeks. You know, let let him play. Let him, you know, let him get the fresh bodies. Let him get. Let him see the yeah, right. first four or five weeks. Let let Mac Jones sit there and watch and watch an NFL game happen in front of him. Um, be on the call on the headset. Listen to what plays are being called. Listen to how the plays are being. Run. Hey, watch how the plays are being run. You know, uh, things like that. Because when you throw a guy into the wolves week one. Like Jake said, lumps have to come because I mean he's never played in the NFL before. He's never seen this, never seen a defense this fast. Never seen the game move so fast. The game he's been playing his whole life is now moving, acceleratingly fast. And as a Jets fan, I can tell you what the damage does to a quarterback when you play in Week One versus Sammy D, a la Sam Darnold. And I mean there are other things that played into him. Not gonna say Matt Jones ends up like Sam Darnold, but you know. Some guys get damaged. Some guys, some guys can't handle that week one to week seventeen grind right off the jump, straight off the college bus. I'm not, I, I think Matt Jones is a good quarterback. He's been showing some good play in the preseason so far. Um, but you know what? I it's just not a move I would have done. And to I understand cutting Cam completely if you're not going to start in week one because I don't think he's an ideal backup at all. I don't yeah, think he no wants way. to be a backup. He doesn't want to be the backup. He wanted to stay if he was going to be the backup. I think the Patriots did him a favor. I think they said, we can keep you as a backup, but we're going to release you if you want to so that you can go get a starting job somewhere. And he might not be, he's probably not going to even get a starting job somewhere. Yeah, but he could, he could go be the backup on a contender. But does he want to be a backup? He can wait till someone gets injured. If I was Cam, there were, there were a few places I would try to go for different reasons. If I wanted to be a starter, there are three teams in my mind that I would go to. The first is Houston. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that he, you know, he'd at least battle Tyrod Taylor for the job if Deshaun Watson is is out. Um, I just couldn't see him seeing him doing it with only what nine days left until the season actually right, begins. Right. The second, yeah, right. The second team is the Giants. Um, mm-hmm. I think he'd come in as a backup, and and the team may be more comfortable taking the the wheel away from Jones if they think they have Cam Newton there because. To me, Daniel Jones is not very good. No. Um, the third team for me is Miami. Um, Ooh. I don't like Tua very much. Let's talk about Watson going to Miami. I know, but if they can't get him, maybe they sign Cam and and they you know they try and roll with that um, because I I don't like Tua that much. It might be a little early to give up on that, but you know maybe they they think that you maybe you at least you know lighten a flame under Tua if you get Cam Newton on the team. Now, for another reason, I would like to see Cam on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, Roethlisberger has to go at some point, and I think it'd be interesting to see Cam on that team. That'd be a pretty good setup in my mind. Um, so I'd like to. They're see They're not going to do it. He would not. Big Ben. They're not going to have Big Ben sit behind Cam Newton. That's not what I said. I know, but still, why would you even bring him? You wouldn't bring him to Pittsburgh anyways. Ben will will probably get hurt, um, and beyond this year, I don't think he. Even no plays. way is he going to Pittsburgh. Okay. I mean, I don't hate those destinations. I think Houston makes a lot of sense. I mean, but if I had to pick a team, I'm not picking a team because I don't think. Um, I don't think he. Retires. I don't think he's that good. I don't. Really, I, I'm not saying he retires. I'm. Not, I'm just saying the team is not going to sign him. To he be sits the, out to be the starter. I he might he might not have a choice. I think it's a death sentence if he sits out. I think he. Might. He's not going to be starting week one. I think if he sits out the year, his career is over. He might not have a choice, though. I mean, you never know. With the NFL, we see every season, what, three or four quarterbacks get hurt in the middle of it, and then there could be an opportunity that happens randomly in the middle that's, of the season. I that's mean, what you know, I see. That's something like see. that. There could be an opportunity that pops up. But my overall view on this, 
Yeah, we all said two weeks ago, three weeks ago, whenever you were on the show last, me and Jake said this last week, we all thought it was going to be Cam Newton starting week one. So did Bill Belichick, so did most people in this area. But you look at the preseason and look who is the better quarterback. Mac Jones is the better quarterback from day one when he came in. The COVID thing definitely did not help Cam Newton at all. He was out four or five days. Mac Jones, his shot, he shined bright in the spotlight as soon as Cam Newton went down. Not playing with the best receivers. It's not like this receiver has the best receivers in the world either. No. I know it's only training camp, preseason, but he went out against a very good Giants secondary. They came here for joint practices. Mac Jones played unbelievable. Cam Newton wasn't even on the field because of COVID issues. And Bill Belichick realized how good he was. He gave him a slap in the... You never see Bill Belichick handshake whatever he wants to do to a quarterback leaving the field. He went like this. As soon as Mac Jones left the field, Cam Newton wasn't there. All of a sudden, Cam, Cam Newton comes back. He starts the preseason game, the last game. He was okay, but then Mac Jones was on the field for basically every drive the rest of the game, and he was awesome. I know he takes his sacks, but listen, he's a rookie. If you think Mac Jones is really the better quarterback, week one, why not go out and start him? You saw what Cam Newton did last season. He was terrible. Yeah, we, like, a few plays go differently, and we're a playoff team last year. Yeah, but Cam Newton had a bad season. He threw eight touchdowns in 16 games. You think that's going to be acceptable? He rushed for a lot of touchdowns. Yeah, but Mac Jones would be better. He, yeah, the rushing element, they'll definitely miss a little bit because relating Mac Jones to Tom Brady, he's not, they're not like they're gonna, Deshaun Watson or Kyler Murray, one of these guys that's going to rush the ball that much. But regarding the better arm, Mac Jones is going to make this team a lot better. I think you're right. And we'll see what happens. We, we, I mean, we, it was surprising. We got those tight ends. I'd like to see Mac work with those tight ends. Yeah, and again, in college, I mean, it was pretty easy. Mac Jones always was surrounded by the best receivers, the best offensive line the best recruits in the country. Now he goes to a Patriots team that they have a good offensive line, but it's not like they have the best weapons in the world. So we'll see what happens again. First half of the schedule for the Patriots, it's pretty easy. They have a pretty light schedule for from week one to week 17, actually. So I think the Patriots should go into that Tampa Bay game. They could go into an undefeated, maybe one loss. We'll see what happens. It's a light schedule for a rookie quarterback, which is definitely a good thing. Is it Tampa Bay like week seven? Week four. Week four. Okay. They got Miami, then they got the Jets, the Jets then they got the Saints. So I'm looking at lose one of those. I don't think they lose in week one or week two. So well, we'll see. They, we'll see about I week think two. They definitely because... could lose week one. I think week two the Patriots should be favored, but I don't think it's a guarantee. And week three, if we win, it's because of the defense. Yeah, J- Jameis is coming to play. Famous will. We'll see. Back. Michael Thomas won't be there. I don't need him. Don't need him. Jameis will throw his Camara. 60 yards to himself. Camara. Speaking of other things that happened, though, obviously Mac Jones, the biggest news. The Patriots' kicking job, obviously not going to spend a whole lot of time on this. It was up for grabs. Nick Folk had a very good season last season in New England. But breaking news about three or four hours after the Cam Newton news, Red Sox already down 4-1, to one, which is just unbelievable news. But <laughs> Quinn Norton won the New England Patriots' kicking job, which it was a surprise to me. The guy was lights out. For pretty much a preseason, the training camp session, he did miss a couple field goals in the Eagles game. But for the 18th consecutive year, an undrafted free agent makes the Patriots roster. And Quinn Norton is going to be the starting kicker on the team, a rookie Yay, from Michigan. Good wow. for him. You guys excited about this? I'm, Nick, Nick Folk was good. I'm freaking thrilled, man. Um, this is going to be the, the greatest kicker of all time. It's an important position. It is. Yeah, make your extra points, man. That's all I need. You don't want to pull a Cody Parkey in the playoffs either. No. Well, let's not get there. Let's just win by, like, 10. So, Quinn Norton wins the kicking competition. What else happened, Patriots, today? Stephon Gilmore is going to be at least this first six weeks of the season. Good God, what happened? Physically unable to perform list. I mean, to be honest with you, like I said, it's a light schedule. We do have J.C. Jackson, who's turned himself into an unbelievable cornerback. We're going to have Jalen Mills opposite him, Jonathan Jones. 
I'm not too concerned about this. If he if he's out for the whole season, I'll be concerned about it. But like I said, it's a light schedule to start the season. Gilmore's obviously a top ten cornerback in the league, and they'll miss him. But I don't think it's gonna kill their chance to make the playoffs or something like that. I mean, you keep saying light schedule. I mean, what what what's on this schedule that's so? Light I think it's twenty second easiest. In the, I mean, twenty second easiest in the league or something. Yeah, we get the Jets twice. Yeah, we get the Jets twice. You got Miami I mean, twice. You keep, you keep saying the Jets twice, but I mean, the second game last year came down to the wire. We know that. I know that. Who won? Yes, the Patriots did win both games. Yes, the Jets finished 2-14 and 14 last season. Yes, they were 0-13 oh, going into Jets. Week 15. Oh, I hate the Jets. All those things are true. Completely different. Team. I hate the Jets. You do? Yeah. I don't know why. I don't know why, but... Le'Veon. Le'Veon? What did he do to you? Nothing. That's what I thought. What else happened? Jameis, he won the job in New Orleans. Really not too surprised about that. No, we talked about it last week. There's no doubt he should be the starter. Taysom Hill is going to come in there, though, sometimes. You know that. They'll do those gadget yeah, plays. gadget guy. Run the all ball. that stuff. Guarantee he comes in in the shotgun, catches the ball, makes no effort at all to pass, and runs to the right. Yep. How do you think Michael Thomas, though, being out now six weeks is going to affect this offense? I mean... Again, he'll really be out five. He hardly played last year. He'll so. be out five games because they have a bye in the middle of that. But still, I mean, he's the best weapon on the team. And now your two, top two receivers are what? Traquan Smith and Mark. I don't Mark. think he's the best weapon on the team. I mean, Kamara's the best weapon on the team running back. He's a running back. You, you're going to open the season as your top two receivers as Traquan Smith and Marquise Callaway. I mean, I'm, yep. I'm, more, I'm more worried about the long term of Michael Thomas. There are, I know he's out because he had surgery late. But the backstory. There's clearly friction between Sean Payton and Michael Thomas. It's evident. It was. They said from the beginning there was so. It, well, it's it been clear as day since preseason started. It hasn't gone away. Um, like, I know they gave Thomas an extension right after he had that historic season. So he had four historic seasons in a row. Uh, the one where he broke the catches yeah. in, a, in a regular season. Well, that was historic. Uh, I would say so. He averaged 100 and. I think it was 114 catches through his first 14 years, uh, four, um, four seasons in the league. Ridiculous. So and he hasn't done too much since. It was it was 114 catches and like, I think it was 1,200 yards. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That is ridiculous. So I mean, you know, that's uh, there's not much to say. I shouldn't say there's not much to say. There's been a lot of back and forth between Peyton. Um, who wanted Michael Thomas to get the surgery done at the, end, at the end of the season. Thomas didn't get it done till second week, third week of August. Um, I shouldn't say that. First week of August. First week? Yeah, because tra- training camp at preseason already gone underway. Yeah, now he's missing time. Now he's missing time. But, so yeah, so yeah that's, what I'm gonna look, that's what I'm looking to. I, wanna, I know they're not going to trade him because he's hurt, but how, are they, how is Sean Payne going to utilize him when he comes back? If he comes back, and probably next season, I'm looking to see if they're depending on how the yes. Saints finish, they might move him. Yeah, you never know. They could. We missed some comments here. Bridget said hello, guys. Bridget thinks Jake looks pissed. Sarah Kendall says hi. What's up, Sarah? Scott Levine says I said the Patriots would miss the playoffs because I'm a hater, but I really think they'll probably make the playoffs. They play the Jags. Yeah, they play the Jags too. It makes I the schedule pissed. a little easier. The Jags stink. Do I look pissed? I don't know. I can't see you that well. I'm turning this way. Oh boy, why are you so mad? Hey, shut up, man. But uh, Carter Minshew got traded. Speak of the yeah, yeah. Speak of the dead. Yeah, that, that was next on the list. Trevor How do you know? Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence is going to be the starter. Eagles acquired Gardner Minshew. I mean, this was a good move for both sides. Trevor Lawrence is the starter, 
The Eagles acquire a backup policy. I got play. a question. Minshew should be the backup instead of Joe Flacco Why? to Jalen Hurts. What's wrong Hurts. with Joe Flacco? Nothing. He's just old. But wouldn't you rather have Minshew than Flacco? I would. I'd rather have the draft picks. Yeah, yes. they still have a shit ton. Yeah, but I don't give up draft picks to replace Joe Flacco with Gardner Minshew as my backup quarterback. I, I keep the draft picks. Unless you don't trust The quarterback position Hurts. is I an extremely... What? Getting a quarterback? They're not trusting Jalen Hurts, so you go out and get Gardner Minshew. They trust him, obviously. It's just if something uh, happens. Is that obvious, though? They got another quarterback. You th- so you think... I like the move. You think somewhere in the Eagles front office, they think that... There's a chance Gardner Minshew is a better quarterback than Hurts. No, it's an insurance policy. I think I think there's a chance that they. So here's what I saw. Yeah, Hurts is more potential to be a better player than Gardner Minshew. I think right now they're pretty close. I'll give Hurts the edge, but Hurts beat the Saints. Yeah, and where does Jalen Hurts struggle? Throwing the ball, completion percentage, and completing passes at a reasonable clip. Yeah, what if he comes out and blows? And what does Gardner Minshew excel at? The complete the opposite. The complete opposite. He went 66 or 67% last year. I like Gardner Minshew. I do like Patriots should have went after Minshew, says Scott. I'd rather have Matt Jones. Yeah, see, I don't, <laughs> I don't need a controversy. The Eagles made a dumb decision in my mind. I don't need to trade for a backup quarterback. They, they, I'm saying it was. Yeah, they got rid of, what, a six-round pick, though? Let's... If Mac Jones gets hurt, we'll figure it out. Like Brian Hoyer. Yeah, we have Brian Hoyer, but like we probably will get another quarterback. I don't need to go trade for one. We'll sign, like... Some dude that's sitting at home on his couch. I don't care. But Mitchie, I don't think Mitchie's that bad of a quarterback. Who's sitting at home on their couch right now? A lot of people that... Chad Pennington. Chad Pennington. We'll go get Chad Pennington. A lot of people in nursing homes? We'll, it'll be easy. We'll go... We'll find somebody. Jamarcus Russell. Will Greer just yeah. got released. We'll go get Will Greer. Will Greer? Dang. Yeah. He was very good at West Virginia. Uh, yeah, so we're fine. He can play. We'll, we'll get... Oh, wow. Johnny that was nice. Football. He can play. The Boston Red Sox are looking... Terrible right now. This bottom of the third inning, seven to one, is uh, it was one to one when the inning started. That's all I'm going to say. This 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 doesn't look good. This doesn't look good. Yeah, we'll be talking about that in a second. Last football item to get to before we talk about the MLB. Uh, the Baltimore Ravens lost a pretty big part of their offense. If you guys didn't know, yeah. J.K. Dobbin, Dobbin, second season in the league, supposed to be the starting running back, would have made the Baltimore Ravens offense a lot scarier. But now looks like Gus Edwards is going to be the running back one. How do you guys feel about this? I mean, J.K. Dobbins was prime for the a running guy. running back one is Lamar Jackson. Yeah, but the actual running back. It should have been Dobbins. I, it was going to be Dobbins. I really don't think there's a huge fall off here. Not at all. Wow. Gus Edwards is good. For what they do. Dobbins is so good. For what they do, I'm not worried at all. I, I think that. Yeah, I see what you're saying. You could stick like Deion, Le- Deion Lewis in that system. Yeah, it and, would work. It's like Lamar Jackson just runs, you know, play action and RPOs and whatever. And he just needs somebody to run past his hands while he holds the football. Gus Edwards is a good running back. He's fine. I I think that, you know, if they knew what was going to happen, they probably would have kept Mark Ingram. But that's the only move. Like, it, I think Gus Edwards is not as good as Dobbins, but it's way closer than you're going to make it sound. And Gus Edwards is a better pass catcher as well. I mean, it's not going to be a... A difference between whether they win the division or not, something not like that. All. But Gus Edwards is a good running back. I don't think he's as good of a runner as J.K. Dobbins is. Again, he's only played one season in the league. And Gus Edwards has been with the team more, so you never know. I mean, it's a big loss for the NFL because this guy was primed to break out in year two. And you want this guy to be healthy, but unfortunately not. And it's probably going to linger in the next season as well. Yeah, I'm massively disappointed. This is an Ohio State guy, one of my favorite running backs to ever come out of Ohio State. Um, I remember Dobbins as a true freshman in his first game. He ran for like a buck fifty on like yeah, he was less, a beast in less that. than fifteen carries. He was 
an absolute force. He is an absolute force. So it's so devastating to see him go down like this. And like Justin said, he was very much primed for a huge year. He's coming in as RB1 after last year. They wait until about halfway through the season to start playing him because they had Mark Ingram and mm -hmm. Gus Edwards was getting the roles to number two. Um, and so they got rid of Ingram, obviously, he's in Houston. He's but, in that chance. But uh, this is not great. This is not great for Baltimore Ravens, and I feel bad for Dobbins, but he'll be back. They'll be fine. And like Jake said, Gus Edwards is not a huge fall-off. From, no, from Dobbins. Yeah, no way. I'm just more disappointed like from Dobbins' perspective. Like This was his chance to really make a mark um, early in his career. But uh, the Ravens, will, they'll be okay. Um, we have people Compton now. I'm not sure if they're going to win the division. But then again, I wasn't sure when they had Dobbins. So I, I don't think, I don't think they're going to win the division. Yeah, I mean, it's a tough division. Save that for next week. Ooh. You um, oh, Jake. I think everyone knows who I think is going to win that Jake thinks the, the Cincinnati Bengals are going to win the division. That's right, the Cincinnati Bengals. No, Jake got the Cleveland Browns. And I'm not I'm not spoiling anything right now, but it wouldn't be a bad choice. But it's not going to be the Steelers or the Bengals, I'll tell you that right now. Or the Ravens. What's up? Sarah Kendall said <laughs> hi. We already said hi to you. Courtney said all the balls. Yeah, thank you. What's up, Courtney? Eric Lovejoy, happy anniversary. I'll go out with you later tonight. We'll celebrate. Scott Levine, Patriots should have won with Men Minshew. Mandy says hi from Merrimack. What's up from Merrimack? Tell all the roommates I said hello. Is going to fall off. So you do? You read every comment? Now we do. Week fifty three. We're gonna celebrate the one year with a comment. Scott, section. I I appreciate I appreciate the heat you're throwing Patriots fans right now. But at we're all in the rookie quarterback boat right now, Scott. We need to need to relax. We need to come together to beat the vets. We'll be talking. We we'll be relax. talking a lot more NFL next week. At the end Wait, of the show, the... we'll be giving you our fantasy questions oh, yeah, of the week. Okay. What the Malcolm Butler retirement? Yeah, Malcolm Butler retired. Damn Deion Lewis retired. Damn it. But um, like Connor said at the Over. beginning of the show, September's going to be here tomorrow, so you know what that means. October's going to be here very soon. The MLB's heating up. The Red Sox are continuing to... Huh? 30 days. What do you say? Oh, yeah, 30 days. But um, this is a big time for Major League Baseball. The teams that are going to make the playoffs, the wild card race is heating up. The Yankees. The Yankees are looking to snap their three-game losing streak tonight. Yes. Who's on the mound? Tyone, I think. Tyone is on the mound tonight. Against Jamie Barea. Barea, yeah, Collins. for the Angels. They should win tonight. They should win. Minus 200. Take the Yankees. Um, but, yeah, Connor, right now, we'll take a quick look at the standings because this is an important time. We're going to go through it real quickly, see who we think the 10 playoff teams are going to be. Starting with the American League East. This is really not even turning into a race anymore. The Rays currently seven games up on the Yankees. It's going to be eight. It's about to be uh, seven and a half. It's about to be ten games up on the Red Sox after this game tonight. Connor, this this division's over, don't you think, Jake? Uh, I mean, you think the Yankees what? have a chance to catch Tampa Bay here in this final month? No. I mean, no you way. Know, you don't come back from seven or eight games in a thirty day span. I mean, That's we've seen much. it. Ha we saw it happen with the what was that? The fried chicken Red Sox a couple twenty thirteen. Just much. did it. No, that's too much. The Yankees just did it. They yeah, were, the Yankees came back from Boston. They were, yeah, they they were, yeah, but they didn't do it on the best team. They did it on the Sox. The Sox were the number one team at the time. You're saying the current best team? Yes. Like, it, cha it changed the team because at the, the Sox sucked. The Sox were the number one team in the AL. Oh, Scott says, go Yankees. Really bad, Anthony yes. Allard says, hey, boys. What's up, Anthony? Fun concert. I don't know. I, the, let's think about it. Logistically, here, okay. Is anybody catching the, the Rays? The no. Rays are, are seven or eight up on the Yankees. There's 30 days left. Let's call it 30 games, just to even though there's no out. Let's call it 30 games. They're 99 that would mean, percent to win yeah, the division. That would, mean the, the, that would mean the Rays would have to go 15 and 15 
and some team would have to go twenty five and five just to make it work. Yeah, it's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. I, I don't, it's not gonna happen. The, you don't think the Orioles have a chance? They Only do. Forty two and a half do, out. But I. All right, let's move to the Central where this division's basically over as well because the White Sox have a 10-game lead on the Cleveland Indians. And everyone else stinks in that division. Yeah, that's a terrible division. White Sox are the only team that are, that's over 500. Detroit's in third, and they stink. Detroit's actually better than we thought they were going to be, too. I, so. I like Detroit, actually. Only honestly. eight games so below stink. 500. They do stink, but I still like them. They got, they got some really good young pitching. They've been drafting pitchers up to yin-yang. Uh, they got a huge good, a huge farm system, that team. They do. And some of those guys are coming up. Matt Manning, Casey Mize. We got to watch Funk them. Funkhauser's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, so that division's over. Congratulations to the White Sox because there's no way they're going to blow that lead. And the AL West really isn't even that close anymore either. The, I mean, the Oakland A's were in it for a little while. They're still only six games behind Houston. But I don't see Houston letting that lead slip in the division at all. Yeah. No. I mean, I, I thought oh, Oakland was leading for a little bit. Um, yeah, they're kind of cold early on. But oh, they beat the Yankees twice in a row, but they're six out. Houston's been cons- so consistent all year, so I think they're going to stay right there, barring a collapse from them. Um, we're really just looking at this wild card. Yeah, so the, what's the wild card race situation? The AL right now, we'd have the Red Sox and Yankees. Imagine this. Yeah. Red Sox, Yankees in a one-game winner-go-home right now. Yeah. And the Oakland A's are only two games behind the Red Sox for the second wild card. Yeah. So it's probably going to come down to those three teams. Again, Toronto and Seattle are both four and a half out. Yeah, they're, they're right there too. So we yeah, can... Seattle maybe. I don't... I like Seattle too. I don't think Toronto's got a chance. Red Sox Yankees though when I go home that would be something crazy. That is, that would be the most watched baseball game of the year. Oh I boy, think, outside of the world. Breaking series. baseball news: Xander Bogarts was just removed from the Red Sox game due to a positive COVID test. Oh, and the rest of the guys just get to keep playing. Apparently. Oh. Yeah. Okay. And Bogarts had the only RBI in this game for the Red Sox so far. Oh. So that's the Xander Bogarts How news. Find out mid game. Well, yeah. Test it's came the, back. Though, test came back positive in the middle of it apparently. But, uh, yeah, Connor, you want to move to the National League side of things? Because this is a little more interesting, I think. Yes. Definitely more interesting. Let's do it. Let's start with the NL, NL East. The NL East. The NL East, we should say. The, the NL East. Well, the Atlanta Braves right now are in first place. 70 and 60 on the season. Ugh. Phillies are three and a half back. Mets are six and a half back. We don't have to worry about the Marlins and Nationals. Like the but right now. Mets stink. Right now, I think the uh-huh. Phillies still have a chance because their pitch, Zach Wheeler especially, and their pitching has been better as of late. But they got Aaron the Atlanta Braves lineup, what they did at the trade deadline, I think it's going to be too much for the Phillies to even catch them in the long run. Without Acuna, they went out at the deadline, added Adam Duvall, Jorge Soler. They added Jock, um, Peterson. Jock Peterson, Eddie Rosario. Their lineup's completely different when I went to Atlanta to see the Red Sox a couple months back, and now they're in first place. I don't think they're going to let that lead slip. No. They're, they're doing whatever it takes. I mean, again, the Phillies are three and a half back, so it's still... They're doing whatever. Still got a whole month to go. The NL Central is practically over. Milwaukee has a nine and a half game lead on the Cincinnati Reds. Milwaukee. The Reds aren't that bad, though. No, yeah, not. they're in the wild card race. They're first in the wild card race yeah. right now. Oh, they're first in the wild card for the NL. I think over San Diego, if I'm not mistaken. No, no yeah. Well, no, well actually, Dodgers. second over. Yes, yeah, Dodgers. And then, and then the NL West is where it gets interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. San Francisco Giants, the best team in baseball right now. Yep. They've been the best team in baseball for mostly the whole season. Yep. Yes. Eighty-four and forty-seven. Dodgers are a game and a half back of them, but who the hell would have ever saw this coming? No, no way. But um. That one's going to be the one to watch for sure. I think that if the Dodgers can can take that over and win the division, they're they're going to the World Series. And, and you know, if it comes down to one game, then things get more interesting. But if they if they just get you know straight series against other teams, that that pitching is way too good. They're they're going to have a hard time getting knocked out. I mean, yeah, 
When you got, I mean, Trevor Bauer's not nasty. Trevor Bauer's not coming back because the of pitching is nasty. Trevor Bauer's not coming back, but you're gonna go into the playoffs with a Dodgers team if they hopefully. I think they're gonna still win the division, only being a game and a half out. But they're gonna have Walker Bueller, Clayton Kershaw is gonna be healthy. Julio Urias has been unbelievable. I think he's like sixteen and three on the season right now for them. Ooh. And then who else do they got? Don't they have Scherzer. They yes. got Scherzer. Tony Goslin's coming back from the injury. I mean, their rotation's stacked, and that's Scherzer's their number three. That's about Trevor Bauer. Any other team in the league, he'd be a number one. Yeah. Nah, I mean, it's a stacked rotation. And then moving, the Red Sox. moving to the wild card race, Connor, what is it, San Diego and the Reds right now? It is. San Diego's a half game behind. Um, and they have Joe Kelly. Yeah, good reliever. So. And St. Louis is still in it, two and a half games back. St. Louis is still in it. They're always in the thick of it. But it's going to be the Reds or the Padres most likely missing the playoffs. Oh, the Padres are too good to miss, man. Oh, I mean, the Reds, the Reds have come out of nowhere, honestly. Jesse Winka. He's batting 300 this year. He's mashing the baseball. Yeah, he's been awesome. He's been hurt too, but him, <laughs> Castellanos has been good as well Castellanos for them. Castellanos has been amazing. Homered again tonight. He did? Four on the season. He's having a phenomenal... He's like top three in the um the MVP race right now. Oh, no, it was last night. They, the game got postponed. Um, But he homered last night in their loss. Uh, they got pitching too up the yin-yang. They got Sonny Gray. Uh, they got some other cats. Luis Castillo. Luis Castillo's very good. Joey Votto's... Already has 28 homers this year. Don't forget about Tyler Naquin. That guy's having a great season, too. Tyler Naquin. Eugenio Suarez has been awful. They got the NL Rookie of the Year, probably, too, and Jonathan India. Jonathan India? Wow, you're right. They do have Jonathan India. They got a good team. Tyler Stevenson, too, at the catcher spot. Yeah, they're tough. I really like him. Uh, Moose Stockis has been hurt for them for most of the season, actually. Um, Mike Moose Stockis? Yeah, he... Classic. All right, so right now... One month to go in the season, if you had to pick, who's coming out of the American League, who's coming out of the National League, who's winning the World Series? I think coming out of the National League, it will be the Giants. No way. I'd be stunned. They're the best team for a reason. I think they're going to collapse in the playoffs. First round exit. Coming out of the AL. Probably the Dodgers. Yeah. Coming out of the AL, I'm going to go with the Yankees. Oh! No way. Oh! Home cooking. I don't think the pitching is good enough, to be honest. I mean... It's not good enough. The, the lineup scares the shit out of me. Just wait for Chapman to get comfortable. It's not good enough, he says. Who do you like, Tyone? I like Tyone. I like Luis Gill. I like Jared Cole. Luis I like Jared Cole. Corey Kluber's back, too, now. Kluber's you must back. be excited about that. I like Kluber a lot. He's a good pitcher. Listen, Telling you, we got enough. When it's Giants Yankees, you come back and you say, "Jake, you were right." What do you think it's going to be, Yankees Giants? I think it's going to be the Yankees and, unfortunately, the LA Dodgers. Coward. Yeah, yeah. In the NL, I got to go with the Dodgers. Howard, I'm going to go with the Dodgers in the NL. They'll lose their one game. Good. In the American League, I think I'm going with the Chicago White Sox. They got two Cy Young candidates right now in the rotation, Carlos Rodon and Lance Lynn. Lucas Giolito is the number three starter. You know how pit- pitching can be extremely important in the playoffs. Then you look at a lineup from top to bottom, it's pretty stacked. You got Jose Abreu, Aloy Jimenez, Luis Robert just got back from the injury list. Tim Anderson's having a hell of a season. Yasmani Grandal's back from the injury list. They got K- Craig Kimbrell now in their bullpen with Michael Kopech and Liam Hendricks. I think they're a scary team if, they're, if they stay healthy. So Dodgers, White Sox. Yankees, Giants. Scott Yankees, says Houston Giants. Dodgers. No, Houston. Houston is good, but I just don't think their rotation's as good as years past. Zach Greinke's not what he used to be. Oh, they Verlander. Verlander's not there. He's hurt. He's hurt. 
He's been out for the whole season. Yeah, their their rotation has been really shaky. McCullers is good for them. Yeah, McCullers is good. Then they got what's his name, that Framber Valdez guy. Valdez is all right. Uh, and yeah, I, I don't love Houston's pitching. I love the fact that their their hitting will always be there. Um, but can they do it? Can they do it in the postseason? How many years removed are, are we from the cheating scandal coming out? Two years. Three. Two and a half. Well, three years, two seasons. Two seasons. That's that's what kind of what I was looking for. Ah. Uh, no, they need more time. They need more time. Yeah, but it's going to be interesting. Again, we have one month left, about 28 games for the Red Sox. I think you play three. They'll have three regular season games like in October. And, but then uh, the wild card game is going to be here before we know it. And it's going to be a wild race for the rest of the season. And hopefully the Red Sox can actually do something and not miss out on the playoffs. Well, they have a series against the Orioles. So. Yeah, I think one left, maybe two left. The good news is the Rays don't have to play them anymore, but the Rays don't matter anymore because they're about to sweep us. Yep. But moving on, again, one year, not to the date, because what, Jake, it was September 6th or 7th we were talking about last week, I believe. Okay. Sarah, Sarah Kendall just said hi again. What's up, Sarah? But, um, yeah, one year exactly, about six or seven, six or seven um, days to the day exactly. Because yeah, it was, was a year it? ago. It's that, August 31st today. It was probably about a year ago that we had the idea to do the show. Yeah, we were sitting out, where were we, in the breakfast place, Hangar 75 or whatever you want to call it? Joe's? Weren't we sitting down in Hangar, whatever, in Mansfield, talking about Connor this? Was, no, we were at Joe's in Brockton. That's right. Thank you. Oh, yeah, we really? We were, we were at Joe's Diner, man. Shout out to Joe's. Shout Good out diner. to Joe. Good food. Joe actually told me he's going to be listening tonight. Joe from Joe's Diner? Friend of them on Facebook. Wait, is he, did he comment? Oh. I don't think he commented oh. yet. Unexpected shout out to Joe's Diner. Shout Joe, if you're out. listening. They're out, they're out in Brockton on Pearl Street. Across from White's Bakery. Great stuff. Next to the place where Timmy White gets his haircut. You could, you could like live in that area. You got White's Bakery. You got Giorgio's. Yep. You got Joe's Bag- Diner. Back Bay Bagel's two minutes down the street. You got J- um, Jade Leaf. You like Chinese. Yep. I've heard... Um, Don't forget about Sammy's Little Sammy's. Is pretty, yeah, yeah, Little Sammy's is <laughs> Little, pretty good. Yeah, that's right. That's oh, you right. got options if you're, if you're hanging out in that. And they, all, they had a great candy store that went out of business, too. I don't know if you've ever been. And if you're, if you're like, how am I going to eat all that food... You just walk down the street to the dispensary and you get yourself some weed in good health. And then and then you come back and you get all the food. Or you could always walk even further and just walk the track at Stonehill if you want. Crazy area. Crazy area. Yeah. But Jake's right. It is the hookup. And if you haven't been out there, you got to go Check her out. And the highway is pretty convenient as well. The highway's right there. You can go anywhere on the highway. Yeah, so all I have to do is live under the highway and I'll do everything <laughs> I ever want. I mean, Brockton, you can basically go anywhere. <laughs> I love it. Love it. Shout out to Joe. Or if you like walking, go grab a hot dog at Frank's, right? Frank's? You've never been to Frank's? No. Brockton, get a hot dog? No. The best hot dogs around. We might have to go tonight after the show is over if they're still open. Okay. They're open? Let's do it. They might be. It's Brockton. Let's do it. Heard that? All right. Speaking Frank's of the show. In Brockton. Look it up. You got great fries, too. <laughs> I am looking. It's right near um that place where I got a car wash one time. Brockton. All right. But one year, not oh, technically. 11. Let's do it. Are you serious? <laughs> That's crazy. Do they really? Yeah. <laughs> you guys want to get hot dogs yeah. after the show? Let's go. All right, we'll go get hot dogs and tell you how it is next week. All right, we're getting hot dogs at Frank's after the show's over. Are we really? Yeah. All right. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's go. We're going to Frank's when the show is done. But looking back one year ago today, we've had some guests on the show. We've had some pretty funny segments, including this one about Frank's. We've had some other stuff going on that we might not be able to talk about, but... Looking back, who's your favorite guest? We've had, who have we had? Mari Hirsch Gordon was on the show. The, our, my favorite guest. Where was, was that? Our first guest. That was. Yeah, it had to be. Sean Grandy. Sean Grandy was Sean here. Grandy. Was he here? Yeah, yeah he was here. here. Well, he wasn't actually here, but, but yeah, we in spirit. Him here. 
Then we had who do we have next? Randy was the coolest one. Tamar Langford was on the show. Tamar Langford. He's probably for a breakout season for BC because they're about to stink again this season. Yeah, if you ask him, they're going to the tournament. (laughs) Oh yeah, he said that. You know they compared him to KJ McDaniels. Yeah, who they compare KJ McDaniels to? They got all. He got all the confidence in the world. I love it. I love it. Keep going. And then we had um, we had Mari on the show. What did he say? Said something about. Connor asked a question Connor about Ben Simmons. Yeah, Connor had that crazy Ben Simmons question. And now Ben Simmons thought he'd get traded. Like, okay. Yeah, you were right. Oh. But that doesn't change the fact that you pissed off our guests. Then, <laughs> then we had John Rook on. Jake, who was it on? Was I wasn't it? there. Jake wasn't on. The voice of the Patriots. We asked him a funny question. He was cracking up about something. The girls at uh, Texas Tech or something. That's right. The no, it was at A&M. Yeah. I think it was A&M. That was pretty funny. College Station. Yeah, so John Rook was on the show as well. Did you ask him? We asked him. I'll have to show you when we're eating a hot dog I at Frank's. I think you asked him about about the girl. I think he willingly brought it up. <laughs> yeah, he <laughs> like did. That, that was the best part. We'll have to play that back. That was a pretty funny segment. And Eric, I love Joe. Wants to know our next broadcast from May East. Yeah, we might not okay. be able to remember it. And then Scott Levine said, "Don't forget the onion rings." We might have. To, I don't think the onion rings are that good, from what I remember. But my dad likes them. <laughs> That's so, Frank's. Yeah, Frank's. I'm getting a hot dog. I'm getting. I might get three hot dogs. Jesus, fuck. That means I gotta get five hot dogs. We might have a hot dog eating contest. Oh, you'll lose. <laughs> Just like what else? Who else came? There was one other person that came on. Right? Was there six? There might have been six. Oh, we can't forget about Jared Kessel with his hockey knowledge. Oh, and Craddy. Yeah. Craddy came on the show. Chris Keenan came Chandler. on for the baseball special. That's right. We was he? Chan- oh yeah, I was in Georgia. Chandler was on the show. Go support his podcast. I was actually talking to him the other day. We want to combine him actually for one of these next weeks. Okay. We might do that in the middle of the football season. So Chandler. the Pro Bowl. Yeah, that'll be a fun. That'll be a fun segment. But yeah, that was the guest for the most part. There were some pretty other funny things that happened. Favorite segment. There were some pretty funny things we did. Remember the forty question thing that got deleted that one night? Yeah. <laughs> we spent like an hour and a half one time doing like I came up with like thirty questions on the show. That took me like almost an hour and a half. We had to do it on voice. No, I was dealing with COVID, so we all did it over Zoom. Then all of a sudden, yeah, you go, oh guys, it didn't save. The whole thing didn't save. So then the next, I was up to like four a.m. Then I doing the show by Justin, myself. Justin recorded them on his own. Everyone's answers to the questions. That took lots of time. I was upstairs, like I, I couldn't taste, I couldn't smell. I was just trying to like he figure had to out. Impersonate each of our each of our voices so that it sounded right. That's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Jeremy wants to know where you guys surprised about Newton leaving. Uh, we talked about He's this at the beginning of the, the show. show. Buddy. Um, <laughs> Yeah, we were all actually surprised, right? We were su- I was surprised. I would, I would say so, yeah. We were all pretty Star much surprised. The show from the beginning. Jeremy, were you surprised? I'll, I'll ask you, actually. I was going to type it, but then... Don't just type it. If he's, if he's not watching that, he's probably like, not watching that. When was this comment? One minute ago. You better be watching. How many viewers have we got? Five? Yeah. I don't know yeah, if that's right. Watching. You better be one of those viewers up there. We got 17 all right. comments. All right, keep going. Keep so what going. else? There was something else funny that happened. I don't know. Jake came to the show one time. He was late. Oh, we had the show at Mays one time. That yeah, was great. Like, I, didn't even come, I didn't even come to that show. I showed up in the last, like, 10 minutes. Yeah, you did. Wasn't that the night the Bucks won the championship? No. Well, it was during the finals. It was, it was during warm. the finals, yeah. Yeah, no, I showed up, like, with 10 minutes left in my, in my dad's car. Yeah, that was hilarious. I mean, there was something. There was a lot of other funny things that happened. We were drinking a lot during that show. Don't tell anybody. Chris yeah, was feeding his egg rolls. But, uh, Connor, what have you enjoyed so far? I mean, there's been some crazy things that have happened. I mean, I, I'm glad you brought up the Maury Hirsch scoring thing. That, that definitely sticks out of my mind. Um, I honestly didn't mean it in bad faith. I was... He's like, what the hell is this kid talking about? He's close. He's. I think your exact words were Ben Simmons sucks. So no, I I said it. I said is Ben Simmons good? 
Yeah, that was, yeah, that was the question. Yeah, yeah, you said that's all he, he said. Been to, to a guy who they treat like a future MVP, year-in, year-out all-star, and savior of the team, you asked, is he good? Hype is hype. <laughs> we can go to the numbers. Like, his numbers... But then he actually kind of sucked ever since you said that. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, no, I have no... I, I'm with you, all right? I just don't... I don't... You know, I wouldn't have Brent Brown on the show and say he's Ben Simmons good. Brent, like, you say Brent Brown. <laughs> that, Brent. that is that is not that is not the same. But you know, Brent what? Brown. I still might ask. I, I still might ask. Brent I wouldn't Brown have to... Sam Presti on the show and say, "Is the process a good idea?" Um, like, I have a better question for Brent Brown. My my question for Brent, for Brett Brown is: Is Ben Simmons a righty shooter? Because I know he's a righty shooter, and I know Brett Brown sees him in practice, and I know he had him as a rookie, and I know he sees him every day shoot left hand. Don't goes. you know? Jeez, man, that like ain't the it. That ain't what it. else? There's a lot. Of, there's a lot I feel about Ben Simmons because I actually love Ben Simmons he coming stinks. out of LSU. I no, loved, no. I loved. I I did. I was the first. I was the first, yeah. You did. I remember you telling me the. Well, we had two Hermosa. Say, this is Magic Johnson. This is Magic Johnson in twenty twenty. Oh, he please. Throw up. I did. I did say it. All I remember thinking was this guy isn't going to work hard enough to be good. I hindsight is twenty twenty. So no, that's what I beautiful. thought at the time, dude. He LSU sucked. And yes. he could have made them good enough to make the tournament. He didn't. He didn't. You're right. Who was another guest on the? Oh, my dad was on the show one time. That's we did the show from Georgia one time, actually. We were FaceTiming over Zoom. I mean, not over Zoom, over Facebook Live. And Connor and Jake were doing it from their houses. That's right. That was a fun night. Yeah. Or day, or whatever time that was, morning. I think I was hung over from the night before. But I, I enjoyed John Rook. He was amazing. John Rook was good. If Jake hasn't listened, you should go flash back to that episode that was about, what, almost three months ago or something. He, was he said some pretty good stuff. He was wrong about the Patriots. He thought the Buccaneers-Patriots game was going to be, like, November, December time. But, um... There was some other funny things that he happened. Called, he called that out way far in advance. So, I mean, I can't blame him for being wrong. Yeah. <laughs> he's just shooting them in the dark. We'll have to have him on another time. Jeremy Treatment, actually, for those of you that don't know, he said he's going to be on. Got to let him know. He'll be on the show in a couple weeks, three weeks, four weeks. He was Kobe Bryant's coach in high school, so that should be interesting. He runs the Jameer Nelson Classic every year, the Kyle Lowry Classic, so he's very close to those guys. He should be for an interesting guest. those of you guest. who don't know, Jameer Nelson was Kyle Lowry before Kyle Lowry was Kyle Lowry. Yes. Jameer Nelson was on the Celtics. No, but the type of play. Yeah, it's the same dude. Tiny, tiny guy. You hate him if he's not on your team. Shoots threes. The only difference is Canada loves Kyle Lowry. And I would say Kyle Lowry plays defense. Jameer Nelson was no, not much of a no. defender. Kyle We've Lowry done the show. Flops. We've done the show from two places that you guys don't even live in anymore. Can you believe that? That's, that is crazy. That is it's true. true. It's soon to be three when I move. <laughs> We've done this on Scotch Dan. We've done this on Hermosa. We've done this. We've done this in the car. <laughs> yeah, remember we did in the car. That's right. I forgot about that. We did the show. We went to the car. We went to the car and we did. We did oh, my phone's hotspot. That was a crazy. Why did we do it in the car? Your connection you, stunk down The basement that? didn't work. Yeah, yeah, the Wi-Fi didn't work. <laughs> We've done the show in front of ladies. Some that we don't even talk to anymore. Some that we still talk to. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah, but it's been interesting. There's been some, some good audience in front of this it's show. It's been a year. Like, yeah. It doesn't feel like a year. You talk about everything. It's been a year. We, we've gone through life in this whole year. We've gone through puberty. Sarah Kendall still misses us. You missed us last year. She misses us now. <laughs> I mean, it's been, it's been a wild ride. This is, this is, uh, we've had some very good viewers. What do you, we probably had over like close to over, maybe a thousand comments since we've been doing the show. If you think about that's it, that's pretty cool. Yeah, pretty Didn't cool. you say that we've been doing it for like at least how long? We've oh, been talking about it for like, yeah, a like crazy our, amount of hours. So yeah, so if you, I mean, if you think about it, we've been talking sports for like at least three full days. 
Like, I know when to end time. We've been doing this for 365 days, and at least three full days have been spent speaking on sports. Like, no doubt. We've done this on mornings where we drink more alcohol than you could imagine. We still woke up to do the show. Maybe you did. I don't know. No, I'm talking about Connor. Maybe I did. I have no idea what he's talking about. We've done this at what? 10 in the morning one time? I think that was early. Dude, yeah. Dearest. Wake up and grind. You yeah. guys did this past midnight a couple weeks ago, didn't you? Well, we started Close. at like 10.30, but it ended at like 12.30. Yeah, so was, you've advanced it into the next a, day. That's right. Show. We've done a two-day show. Next, a, we'll do a three-day show. It was a good show. We'll do a watch-a-thon. Yeah, but it's been... There's going to be some more interesting episodes in the future. Before we move on to that, Connor actually told me before the show tonight, for the time being, he won't be on the show for now. Get to yeah, focus on some important stuff, Connor, right? We won't call it his last show. We'll call it a leave of absence. We're calling this a leave. We're going to call it... Who's on a leave of absence right now? Xander um, Bogart? Kiki, because of COVID. Yeah, and now Bogart. But Connor, um, again, I'm sure you'll be on in some episodes in the future. But for now, Connor has some important stuff to focus on. Yeah. Uh, so school has been kicking my butt a little bit. And... Um, this is this is a decision that was not easy to make. I thoroughly love being on the show. I think I have so much fun coming on. There's not there's nothing nothing much greater than getting the boys together and talking sports. Like we used to do this. That's why we started? Even if you had too much to drink, we do this stuff all the time. Growing up, we used to just shoot shoot the shit, talk about any sport, every sport, and to be able to do it in front of people and have them watch. I mean, I thank you guys for even tuning in. Um, this has been a fantastic ride. I'm, I'm sorry I have to delay it a little bit, but he's not done. He's just done for now. I that like exactly what Jake said. I'm not done. You will see me again. I just he'll I be have, old and gray. I have to make this announcement because I don't know when you'll see me, and I don't want to. I don't want to do these guys dirty. These guys work so damn hard. So make sure you guys keep listening. The show will continue. We will have we will have his picks for game day. We will have him in our hearts. And he will be the most frequent guest on the show. I will absolutely keep tabs on the show. We'll shit on the Yankees and Knicks a little more. That's right. I will still watch religiously. I will be the new Knicks fan of the show. (laughs) I love it. I I cannot wait. I cannot. But seriously, anybody that's listening right now, if you ever want to come on, hit me in the DMs, hit me in the comments, let me know. We'd love to have you as a guest. We will decide if you're worthy. We'll decide if you should be on the show if you know enough about sports to be on the show. That's right. We'll give you the the 10-page exam, and if you pass, which is 90% or higher, then you're on. Because you you had to be pretty special. We picked him over Max. I mean, it wasn't an easy decision. Yeah, Yeah. I had to to push him out of the way, push him down the stairs to get on here. But we're here. No, but Connor, yes, it's been a pleasure. We've talked about a shit ton of material. We've talked about – we've even talked about water polo. We've talked about tennis. I remember that. Wasn't that last week? Curling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Talked and like Justin said, we talked to some special guests too, and you you have to give credit to Justin too because uh, without Justin, we can't we couldn't pull these guys in. I don't think we'd have a single guest though, Justin. Def- maybe Chandler. Def- yeah, may- maybe one. You have Chris Cannon, Tesla. Tommy, Justin, you did a really good job pulling pulling these guys together, getting these guys to be on the show. Um, I mean, if I'm not, if the people aren't gonna thank you, I'm gonna thank you for the people. Appreciate I, it. I know they appreciate what you do. Standing ovation, round of applause. I'm gonna stay. No, we're gonna we're gonna get we're gonna get some more guests in the future again. It's been it's been a pretty busy time with all this crap happening. The Cam Newton news next week. Actually, before we move on to our fantasy questions, NFL special. We're gonna find out all the records, Jake's predictions, who he thinks is gonna win the NFC South, 
Who's his comeback player of the year? Who's going to win the Super Bowl? After all that. Connor's going to send us our picks. Yep. His picks. And then, what did we do last year? Jake got the most right, but I think we added up the total at the end of the year. Was that it? Yeah, we added up through all week seven. Every single... Oh, yeah. We picked every game. Oh, yeah. So that will actually be week we, one on next week's we show. We picked every game, every winner, and I was the champion because I know what I'm doing. Yeah, so we'll be, we'll be making our picks every week. 17 games decided by... I don't know how many games are on the season, but there's a shit ton. We'll be giving you every single pick every week. How many games there are on locks. the season? Yeah, well, there's now 17 games, so 17 times what? 32? No, 17 times 16. 16, I mean, yeah. That's, so um, you get five seconds. Plus seventy plus sixty is two thirty. Plus forty two is three hundred forty two. Wow. wow! Welcome to the new show of math. Good math. Thanks. Yeah, but so we'll be giving you our picks for every single game, not against the spread. We'll just be giving you the prediction, <laughs> and then we'll be doing our playoff stuff as well. Something I don't know. I did really. I did it really fast. I couldn't take, take out your calculator. But um, yeah, Connor, we appreciate it. We really do. It's been it's been a wild ride. We're at week fifty three right now. 60. Jake, Jake's still trying to figure this math out. It was an honor, Justin. Thank you for inviting me. I Matt Dorn wants to be on. Yeah, no, Connor, it's, we wouldn't have started the show without you. I mean, good thing we were neighbors. I might have never got to know you. <laughs> I mean, Damn, who knows? Oh my God, that calculator. Trip down memory lane right there. It is. What do we got for these? 272. What do we got, Justin, for these fantasy questions? Let's let the drafts, fantasy drafts oh, come yeah. out for people. For those of you that are in fantasy drafts, Connor, you want to tell them what's going on? Fantasy drafts are coming up for people. I, I, if you did yours already before Dobbins got hurt, that's your Tough fault. Tough shit. That's your fault. I did one, but I didn't draft him. I actually drafted Lamar Jackson. It was a good pick. Could help me out a little bit. That's a good bit. pick. But if, if, you started before, if, you started, if you drafted before the last preseason game, that's on you. I'm not going to say sorry because that's on you. I, we do this every year. Every year we have these complaints. I'm not, I'm we're not going to give you away too much right now. I mean, we're going we're gonna to tell you some answers to some questions. But I tried doing this so we wouldn't give away, so I wouldn't steal Jake's pick this week in the, his draft or whatever. But you're gonna have to answer the question, I'm sorry, Jake. I wasn't listening at all. We're gonna have to answer the question. I mean, I'm gonna answer the questions, but I, I will be completely more. honest. I wrote these. I wrote these answers. I haven't even wrote them. Masking what I really want to say about everything. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I'm not telling you any shit. So if you're in my drafts, just wow. be careful. All right, question number one. The only answers I gave were obvious. In order. Question yeah. number one. Which three quarterbacks would you take first in order in fantasy this season? I, well, I bet you were going to have close to the same. Or at least the first number two. Number one. Pat Mahomes. Pat Mahomes. Pat Mahomes. Number two. Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Lamar Jackson. Wow. Number three. Kyler Murray. Lamar Jackson. Kyler Murray. You don't think Allen's a top three? No. Nah, I mean, he's good. Don't get me wrong, but he's just not he in my top three. MVP. He could. And okay. That, so I'm, I'm surprised you don't have Josh Allen in there. I'm surprised you have Lamar Jackson in there. Um, Maybe it was because I drafted him. We all have Kyler. No, this is my, this is my order oh, before the Jacob Dobbins. Yeah, I had Kyler last year. I'm just... I like Kyler. I'm out on him. Kyler's going to do good. I think he's sus. Something just happened with him. Oh, no, Malcolm Butler retired. Okay. That doesn't affect him. But yeah, um, we're all pretty close with those guys their for the most part. Better. Yeah, the defense is definitely better. Question number two. Which rookie will be the biggest factor in fantasy leagues this season? Can I, before anyone answers, I think the answer here is pretty obvious, so I think we should also say a second one. Let's talk about the guys in consideration as well. I think the only player that is clearly going to be the most impactful is Najee Harris. Is that who you got? Oh, yeah, no doubt. Yeah, I get Najee Harris. I mean, listen, he's the number one running back in Pittsburgh. I don't, who's the backup? Do they still have Samuels? Yes. Yeah, they have Jalen Samuels they, and Benny 
Benny Snell. Snell. Benny Snell, I love Benny yeah, Snell. Yeah, so there's no question about Najee Harris, but this is a good this is a good class. So Jamar Chase. Else. Jamar Chase is gonna be good. He you should be good. Jamar Chase? I say Jamar Chase. I think too. Devonta Smith is more impactful than Jamar Chase. I think Zach Wilson's more impactful than both of them. I w- Ooh, yeah, I forgot about the quarterback. Should we get Trevor I just Lawrence? I just don't think you that you need to go out and get a rookie quarterback right now. It's unnecessary in my mind. Oh, drafting wise. Yeah, this is fantasy. Draft. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I mean, obviously, yeah, I was thinking about what oh, I was thinking. Though, this man. is fantasy. Yeah, no, dra- fantasy, it got to be Najee Harris. And, and I, I'm saying Devonta Smith. I say Jamar Chase, too. Devonta Smith is good. I, I just, like Waddle. I don't know if I trust Jalen Hurts. I like Waddle because I like Tua more than Hurts right now. And the connection me, with see, Tua. for me, what I'm looking at is I think Chase and Waddle are both in better situations for their success. But Smith is the best receiver on that team. Um, Chase has Tyler Boyd and T. Higgins. Yes. Waddle has Will Fuller and Devontae Parker. Missing Fuller for the first four. I don't care. Who else do they got? Preston Williams is still on the team? I, yeah. Yes, Maybe. He's not even that bad. And Devontae Parker. All those receivers yeah, should so, have good so seasons. Smith has got Greg Ward next to him and, and Fulgham or whatever that, his name is. Arcega Whiteside? Yeah, that guy. So I, I like Smith's upside. Yeah, I mean, you can't go wrong with either one. Obviously, Najee Harris should be the number one. But again, the Pittsburgh Steelers' offensive line stinks. Yeah. Could no. be the worst in the league. I know. I'm worried about I'm worried about that, but I think Najee will be fine. Um, and yeah, I do agree with Jake that Devonta does have, you know, the lack of talent. That around. upside. That that has upside. I'm just worried, upside. I just don't like the Eagles. I, that, that, I guess that's my thing. I don't like the Eagles. <clears throat> I freaking hate the Eagles. They're good. They're not good. They're not. I do like Hurts though. They're gonna be terrible. I I enjoy watching Hurts play. I don't think he's exceptionally talented. No, we talked about that a little bit with the Minshew thing. All right, so Najee Harris, all our choice. Yeah. All right, number three. Who's the first? The one player that it seems like is on your roster every single season in fantasy. So, I already know who Justin's is. I'm trying to think who. Connor Let me tell is. who mine is. Yeah, go ahead. So I usually I usually pick up this guy around Christmas time, Kyle Rudolph. Funny. No, uh, no, no, but it seems like every season. I'm and, to think and I'll tell you right now, is. he's not going to be on my roster this season. He's in the he's on the Giants, by the way. I'm trying to think who mine is. Connor's too. pretty inconsistent. Jake's I'm is Chris. Jake's is Chris Carson. That's right. Question. I always get Chris Carson. He stole him from me. One I might get too. Chris Carson this year. Who knows? Um, but there was another name I wanted to put down. I haven't had him in a couple of years because he has become irrelevant. What position? Tight end. Tight end that you've had every season. Yeah. Like yeah. drafted him or just ended he up? He gets hurt him? a lot. Evan Ingram? No. I have no idea. He has played on the 49ers. He has played on the Washington. Jordan Bulls. Reed. That's right. Oh, yes. I get Jordan Reed all the time. Yes. Yeah, because like, he should be good and he always sucks. He should be. I don't think Connor's ever. Have you ever had a player more than once? <laughs> I've, I've had guys more than once, but like I can't really think of any guy who I just stuck with. Oh, through thick and thin. Are you obsessed with like one kicker that's always just, like? Ends I used up to get Amir Abdullah a lot. I used to. I used to get Justin Forsett like every season. Yeah. I used. To, I used to. I always try to do whatever it takes to get Tucker. Justin Tucker. Justin Tucker. You might have to draft him like around early. See, I probably two. Sometimes, sometimes I do though, just just to get the safe kicker option. I'm not doing that. I don't know. I don't we know. We will get to the kicker conversation later in the questions because I have a I have a segment on kickers, probably somewhat. But we'll get there. All right, what's number four? Question number four. Which player that will most likely go in the first round 
is going to bust this season. This could give some things I away. Have two names down. This wow. could give the things away for who we probably won't draft. So. Well, I might end up drafting one of them anyway. Yeah, I mean, if you get but. them, if you get them late or something. So, which player that will most likely go in the first round is going to bust this season? There could be a lot of them. I got two names. Can I name the two? Yeah. Okay. The first, they're they're busting my mind for two different reasons. I have one. So the first one is Saquon Barkley. That's mine. Easy. Um, easy bust. He could so easily be the best running back in football. He won't. I. It wouldn't surprise me one bit. But I think. Giants. But I think more likely is he'll get hurt. Um, I do. I think he'll miss time. I don't think he'll play every game this year. And the offensive line is questionable for me, so I, I worry about that. The other name I put down is Jonathan Taylor. Um, what? What? These boys have a breakout season. Bullshit. What? So we all know Jake's not taking Jonathan Wait, Taylor, to me, it just doesn't sit right with me. I, I'm not a fan. I'm not, um, I'm not saying anything. I, I just don't... I don't think he is first round worthy. I think he... 12-team league? I think if you've got good receivers, he could be your number one running back, but I'm not building my team around Jonathan Taylor. That's not something that excites me by any means. And I would rather get, you know, the, the second or third best receiver than get the eighth or ninth best running back. Would you rather have Travis Kelsey or Jonathan Taylor? Kelsey. Jeez. I'm not, I'm not answering. You'll, you'll find out. Then don't ask me questions like that. <laughs> I, just see, I just want to see if you'd answer. Kelsey. <laughs> you won't have to worry about that. I'm not going to have a chance. So you had Saquon, Justin? I, Mine was I Saquon. Said Saquon. I drafted Saquon last year in the first round. I was fortunate... Fortunate enough to win a championship because I, I actually lost Prescott and Saquon last year, so Jeff Wilson Jr. helped me out a lot. But yeah, mine's Saquon. I got I got someone other than Saquon. I do have Saquon because I'm not a big believer in the Giants at all. I said last year he was gonna stink up the joint and he got hurt. Oh, I'm Jesus. gonna say last year he's gonna I'm gonna say this year he's gonna stink it up again. And this guy they got, they got good receivers now. This Maybe guy might this guy might be a surprise. That I'm gonna say he's gonna bust. Yeah, I just don't think he's poised to have a first round season. Who's that? Derrick Henry. All right, all Why? right. A lot Why? of people have been saying that lately. That I've been watching some podcasts, listening to some shows. Cause I mean, this this is right around the time where running backs break down. He's how old this is he? Dude is what is he? Twenty six. Human. 26, 27. Really. He is superhuman. You know, he took the first couple years off. I mean, first year off, he didn't really get a ton of carries. And then year two, we got he was the more number one back. And then year three is when he popped off and he became Derrick Henry. And so year he's th- a freight train. Year three, year four, and year five, we've seen the freight train. He's like the Polar Express. I I'm, I'm with you, but those guys don't last forever. No. Nope. And running backs have a short term span, and I. I guess I like being ahead of the curve, and I said Saquon was done, and I'm going to say it again. Saquon was done. It's a nice home run by Kyle Schwarber, deep center. Third is a Red Sox. Seven to two, Tampa Bay race. Um, so I'm so I want to get out of the curve. I want to say that I feel the same way about McCaffrey, though. Honestly. I so was, you're saying Barkley, Henry, and McCaffrey? So if you were the first pick, you wouldn't take Christian McCaffrey. Correct. I wouldn't take. You take Dalvin Cook. I would. Yeah. Yeah. What pick do you have? I think he's fourth. Fourth. So, um, you feel free not to answer. But you, but, you guys are but, you guys are behind me, so I'm not worried. So feel free not to answer. I will answer. First three picks: McCaffrey, Cook, Camaro. No, actually, you can say because we're okay. So yeah, because we're ten and what are you? What do you think? I'm seven. Yes, I'm still undecided if that's how it goes. One, two, three. Mm-hmm. Because those are the top three backs, mm-hmm. and I'm not drafting Derrick Henry at four. I have told. 
everyone who has ears. If he's there at four, you're not taking him? I'm not taking him at four. Okay. Chris, and Chris, you're not taking Saquon? No, no chance. Chris is behind me at five. Yeah. So So he's gonna get Derek Henry. Well, I've talked I've talked to him. He doesn't he doesn't know. He might he might very well take Hopefully Henry. He's not listening. But, I, but I've already told Chris, like, if Henry's on the board of four, he's on the board of five, I'm not taking him. There Jeez, wow. Uh, we got six questions left, but before we get to that, we get some huge breaking news in the NBA. Oh no. It involves the Cleveland Cavaliers and the Boston Celtics. Oh no. You're joking. No, I'm, trade? I'm not joking. Is it a trade? No, it's a signing. What? Wait, wait, what do you mean? How does it involve two teams and it's a signing? It's someone that used to be on the Celtics that signed with the Cleveland Cavaliers. This is, bra- this is crazy news. What? I mean, listen, you guys, this is the one-year anniversary of the show. Is he a good player? We have breaking news with the Cleveland Cavaliers. The guy that used to be on the Boston Celtics. Talk to me. This is devastating. Talk to me. Take a guess. Uh, Rondo. Romeo Langford. No. Oh, wait. Are, are you Gage. ready? Kelly Olenek. You guys might have said it. This is crazy. Like, one year, this couldn't have played on any perfectly. One-year anniversary of the show. Oh, no. The Cleveland Cavaliers have just signed Taco Fall, guys. No! Wait, can we you let believe- him go? <laughs> yeah, Why no. did we do that? What? The Cavaliers have signed Taco oh, Fall. Why did we no. let him go? Oh, That's worse than everyone I said. Oh, what? I hope it, hope no. it didn't freak anyone out on the Why show. Why did we just let him go? No. Good for Taco. Guaranteed to get a standing ovation in this garden. Taco return. is the future. No. And we just let him go. He was developing. Can you believe it? I liked him. He yeah, was developing. He yeah, <laughs> no, not really. Um, I, he, he was developing. He looked good. He'll be the best player now. Wow. He, wow. He was our wow, best that is crazy. He's going to back up Jared Allen. What a beast. And Mobley. And Mobley. And Mobley. All right, so let's get back to the fantasy. I just, my heart almost stopped when I saw the news. All right, question number five. Who will most definitely not be on your roster this season? This is a tough question. Well, I'm... I think I said Derek. Henry. I could have. Yeah, <laughs> Derek. Yeah. But what if it's like in the Derek. second round? <laughs> no. Yeah, in the second round, I'm obviously taking Saquon Barkley if he's there, even though I don't want to draft him. I came up with that's, a couple names. That's for not. This. Yeah, I, I have one big name for me. Not like big, like he's you know make a superstar that everyone wants. Like someone that's definitely not going to be on your roster. Yes. There's one. This is a player that I just you know I I looked at it you know saying. When this guy typically gets drafted, would I take him over other players? And for me, it's absolutely not. Um, for me, that is Chase Claypool. <laughs> I will not be taking Chase Claypool. Not expecting this year. Yeah, I didn't think you would. I will not be taking Chase Claypool this year. I really don't like that that whole setup that they have going. I think he, you know, well, they have a ton of receivers. Yeah, I mean, he had a nice. Four touchdown game or whatever the hell it was last year, which really boosted his stats and you know made everyone think he's going to be sick. But I don't think he's the number one wide receiver on the team. Juju I, Smith probably. No, still. Deontay Johnson. Mm. I, I think, think Juju Smith's the best. I think receiver. Deontay Johnson's the number one receiver on the team for Big Ben. I think Claypool, you know, has a red zone threat in him and he might be a deep guy. But they're going to go underneath to Juju a lot. Um, and then they just got a new running back. They're going to have to murder. That they're going to they're going to break into the into the ground. You have to murder. Um, yeah, they're just, they're going to give him the ball until he's dead. That's what they did. And they got Ebron. And they got yeah. There's there's too else. much going on for me to take Chase Claypool over like uh, Tyler Lockett or something like that. Like I I would so much rather go with a, a bunch of other directions like a DJ Moore or something before I took. Chase Claypool. I, he will not be on my team, guaranteed. All right, my name's not... My name's a tight end, actually, but one name that I'm not going to have on my roster this season, New York Giants tight end, Evan Ingram. Oh. I'm not going to touch him. I'm not going to go anywhere near him. He might not get drafted, dude. He'll get drafted. I just had a drafty one in the eighth round. I he's mean, it was... A, he's not even the number one on his own team. He is. Kyle Pitts. 
Rudolph. No, Ingram. No, Ingram's definitely. Well, Rudolph will play. More Rudolph. Rudolph will play. Rudolph will play, but everyone always hypes up Ingram every season, and I feel like he just never does anything. And Jake, he should be good. Speaking about too many weapons, yeah, the Giants good. get Galladay if he's mm-hmm. healthy. They get Tony. They just drafted Shepard. They get Slayton. Barkley if he's healthy. If Ingram's there for me in the second to last round, I don't even think I'm touching him. Not a big fan. He, I would take him as my second tight end. Connor, you got anyone you're not touching? Who am I not touching? I'm going to go with... Cam Newton? Any New York yeah, Giants wide receiver. I don't need Cam Newton. Any really? Giants wide receiver. You wouldn't take Galladay. Nope. You wouldn't take Shepard? Not... No. No, I, I wouldn't take anyone but Galladay. Not, no, I wouldn't take him. I'm taking like second to last round of Shepard. I'd take him. If Galladay was there, like, you, you needed a, like a fourth wide receiver, you'd do it. I don't trust Daniel Jones babysitting my pet rock. Okay. I don't know you had one. And I don't trust him throwing a football. I don't trust him reading a defense. Yeah, but Galladay is 6'4", like 230. Galladay could be 6'20". Lightning speed, 6'20", yeah. He could be um, six, Ethan, he Ethan said, oh, Ethan's listening. You guys better be careful what you football. say. He could run a 3 Ethan's five. listening. Very fortunate, Justin. Very. Oh, yeah, I beat him in the championship. Sorry, Ethan. Wow, Ethan! Ethan is. Listening. Ethan's trying to find hey, out what we're doing. Oh, yeah. What is he got? The number, he's yeah, got the he got the number one pick, so screw Does it. Does he actually? All right, all right. Shout out to Ethan. Make sure you pick us. What's up, Ethan? Thank no, you for inviting us to the to league. Ethan, make sure you pick Derrick Henry. Saquon or Derrick Henry, I'll take that. So either. that Connor doesn't have to take him. And Ethan's, li- you guys better watch out. Ethan's listening. Yeah, I had no idea. Ethan, I was you can have Chase Claypool, man. I don't want him. All right, what's number six? Which this this might be the same answer for all of us, but what position is the most important to you in fantasy? I wrote something different. Running back. I'm going with running back. I'm going with tight end. Really? Yeah. The, I'm whole new approach this year to the game. Here's why I think you might not want to say too much to people listening. All right, I will end it with tight end. That's it. That's it. <laughs> yeah. I'll end it with running back. I'll end it with running back. I will. I will vie for these guys and in any other season. Say I would say running back. Because typically there's the, not as many the good bell cow area of running backs is thin, and you want to make sure you get yours. You're going to be playing two or three of them every week, so make sure you get a guy that's going to get 15 touches, a few catches, and has a chance of getting in the end zone. That's why you want to get a running back. Now, personally, I love getting running backs. I just did a draft yesterday, and I took my first three picks were all running backs. Really? Yes. Who were they? Awesome. Yes, really. Who were they? They were Ezekiel Elliott, Aaron Jones, and Antonio Gibson. Um, three running backs. That's that's what I took. Now, I do think getting a tight end is very important, but that is all I will say so that nobody else believes me. All right, I'm just saying um, – oh, Ethan's taking notes. Watch out. All right, that's all I'm saying. Running back. Next question. Ethan's taking notes. You've got to log off right now, bro. Enjoy, Ethan. Number seven. I'm just starting saying ridiculous things. So you, you take These next back. three questions involve quarterback, running back, and receiver questions. Seven, which quarterback would you rather own, Josh Allen or Russell Wilson? Allen. It was so easy for me to say Allen. I, go ahead. I'm going Wilson. Why? Allen, I think, is the better quarterback now. Yep. But fantasy-wise, I think Josh Allen has to take a step back just because of how good he was last season. I know he has a rushing element like Russell Wilson does, and Russell Wilson doesn't have as many good receivers. Like, I'd say that... What? Well, DK Metcalf's good, but Allen has better receivers overall. Metcalf and Lockett, Cole Beasley, Diggs, Sanders, Davis, he has more weapons than Seattle does. Okay. 
It's. I mean, th- those are pretty comparable in my mind. But go ahead. He might. They have the best Metcalf. Don't forget about Gerald opinion. Everett. I think Russell Wilson's going to have the better fantasy season. He'll get more points in fantasy this season than Josh Allen. I don't think so. I think the reason I think Allen is because. But Buffalo will be the better team. I'm not. This is not me saying anything about Russell Wilson as a player as his future is going. But in terms of fantasy, I think Allen is on the rise and Wilson is on the decline. It, it was clear at the end of last season that there's not enough going on in Seattle for Wilson to succeed. Um, the O line is bad. His receivers are are good as top two, but if they're not playing, he's in trouble. I think he's gonna have to run a lot. The, and the running game is better in Seattle than it is in Buffalo. Josh Allen has to throw a lot more because they're not going to hand Devils Devin Singletary every single time. Like they, They're going to give not it to Chris Carson anymore. a lot. Not the guy anymore. Zach they're not going to give it to Zach Moss. Zach they're Moss. not going to give it to Zach Moss every single time. I don't think, both, I don't think either of them are that great. That's right. They're going to throw the ball a lot more in Buffalo. And like you said, he has a better cast of receivers than... Wilson does. I think Buffalo is going to be significantly better. I think Buffalo is going to be up in a lot of games. So in the second half, they're not going to have to throw the ball as much. Lau is thirty-one. That is not what I look for in a quarterback. If he's that, good, I'm saying I think he's going to have more fantasy points at the end of the season when it's all said and done. Yeah, but if, if he, you're saying that you know they're not going to have to play that much in the second half. He's not going to have to. I get it. I, I don't know how many games, you know, the Seahawks are going, you know, 30 to 30 against the other team. They'll be a good amount. Yeah, but if you, in, by your logic, the Bills are going to have 25, 30 points in the first half, so he doesn't have to play anymore. The Bills, are, the Bills are the better team. The Bills are the better team than the Seahawks, though. The Buffalo Bills are going to have a better regular season than the Seahawks. Obviously, these are both good quarterbacks, fantasy-wise, and I'd love to have either one of them. I just think Russell Wilson's going to be better in fantasy perspective than Allen. Okay. What do you think? You could flip a coin, in my opinion. Yeah, they're right. Ne- they're neck and neck. They're neck and neck. They really are. I think I have them ranked. Me. I'm yeah. I'm gonna leave it there. Uh oh, we're not we're not getting any spoilers. Neck and neck. We're not having any. Connor's not spoiling it. You don't have to spoil it. We never said you have to. Neck. All right, running backs. Which running back would you rather own, Jonathan Taylor or Austin Eckler? I don't really like either of them, but Eckler. I, oh know, my god! You know I don't like Jonathan Taylor. I Jake, I'm going to have to disagree with you. I would go Jonathan Taylor. I would rather have Eckler. I don't care if Ethan knows. I'm going to go with Jonathan Taylor. I'd rather have Jonathan Taylor. Taylor. Fifth, man, at this rate. I'm not. I'm not. Fourth. I'm done talking about this. I, I'm taking Taylor over Eckler if I had to choose. I might take Taylor fourth. Neither of them will be on my team. Seriously? I, yeah. All I'll right, Jake. Both. Listen, I'm for for the in the league we're discussing. Neither of them will be on my team. I picked seventh. It's not going to happen. Taylor will be there, but I know you don't like him. Both of them will be on the board. Second round? I guarantee they're not going to be there. Eckler will be there second round. You never no, know. You don't think so? No, I don't. Hopefully, Ethan could take him. I have to wait like nine picks. What's up next? Wide He's receivers. Con, you don't want to spoil this one either, I don't think. Which wide receiver would you rather have? A.J. Brown or Chris Godwin? Brown. This was the hardest one for me. This was easy, Brown. I, I did go with Brown. Um, it's difficult for me because I like Godwin. But for whatever reason, I feel like Julio Jones is completely comfortable taking a backseat to A.J. Brown. Yeah, obviously A.J. Um, Brown's the number one. I don't think Mike Evans feels the same way. Mike Evans is the number one in Tampa Bay, I think. In the red zone, I think Brady and Godwin have good rapport, and I think he'll get a lot of targets, a lot of catches, but they, you know, they both will. Um, they're going to throw a lot. I, I like Brown. I think Brown's going to get a lot more end zone trips than Godwin. Yeah, he'll get way more end zone targets than Godwin, and I understand that. 
I'm with Chris Godwin with this one mainly because I am very concerned with the health of AJ Brown for this up and coming season. Okay. That's fine. I would be concerned. If you're concerned with that, you think the Titans are going to suck because you know Julio's going to miss time too. I don't think they're going to suck, but I take the under on wins. What was it? Nine. Oh, you think? No, I think it went out. I think it went to like 11 now. No, love it. Yeah, because after um, Julio. Love it. All right, last question. For those fantasy people listening that have maybe never played before, people that have played, what's your one piece of advice you'll give to people playing fantasy this season? Listen, drafts are coming this week. We got, what, nine days until the season starts? Yeah. Jay Con, you have any good advice? I do. This is... Don't be a moron? Yeah, don't be a moron. Um, this is for... It should be for all Fun. new players, all people new to fantasy. This is what it, this is who it should be for. It's probably for more than that because, again, don't be a moron. Um, take your kicker and your defense with the last two picks. That that is a that's what you have to do. Okay, you, you're not you should not be saying, "I want Harrison Butker, so I'm going to take him four rounds before the draft is over." He's going to score like someone's going to do that. Yeah, I know someone's going to do that, and it's not going to be me. I guarantee it. That you're you can get a kicker that the kicker's a crapshoot essentially. There are a few that are really good that will finish in the top five or so, but you're you you'd be better off just getting a different kicker, like in and getting someone at the end and picking up a better player earlier in the draft. So take your defense and take your kicker last two picks of the draft. That's all. That's the advice I have. The advice I have to give. You guys agree with my advice? Yeah, I do. Um, this this will speak to Jake's advice too. Um, I just I I feel like I need to say this because I see this in every draft every year. And it makes me mad. Don't draft two defenses. Don't. I I don't care how good your first defense. I did that one. I did that one year. I really don't. I really don't care how good it is. Don't do it, because I promise you, there's gonna be ten, someone's getting dropped. There's gonna be ten to twelve teams after the draft on free agency, and then someone will get dropped. I promise. And the schedules change every week where they play. I mean, I yeah, I mean, you, you might, you might, you know, you might think, oh, I'm so good at doing my research. Look at the combined schedule between the, you know, Seattle Seahawks defense and the Oakland Raiders defense. If I get them, you know, their their strength of schedule is thirty second in the league. It's fantastic. Well, I've done that before. But I've looked at schedules to decide. You're gonna you're better off just you know having like fifteen defenses over the season and and picking up a different one every week. I yeah, I had, I had like six last season. Throw 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 that away because guys get hurt. Just, like that's there's a reason there's waivers. Just go get another defense that you like more for that week. You really don't need Do not draft two defenses. You will drop one of them probably before week one. Yeah, most certainly. Do yeah. not. It's not it's not worth it. You might as well pick up a running back who you think might be good. Yeah, go ahead. Pick a pick a dart throw over picking a second defense. Yeah. I have uh I what do I have? I have two. One is that you're in the middle of the draft, you haven't really played before, you're starting to get nervous, all of a sudden you start seeing like five quarterbacks go off the board. Bang, 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 bang. You'll be like, oh, I need to draft a quarterback. Draft the best available player. Don't get nervous because you see like five quarterbacks going in a row. Be like, oh, shoot, they're all going to be gone, so I need to get a quarterback. Or, oh, seven wide receivers just left. So you don't leave with the best running back available on the board. Draft the best available player, and that's what I got to say about that. I don't necessarily agree with you. Um, what? If you think is – what if there's like – all quarterbacks going, like, five in a row. You're like, oh, I haven't drafted a quarterback yet. But then you see a running back on the board. It's like Austin Eckler or someone like that. I, don't pass on Austin Eckler yeah, just because. No, you, don't, you don't pass on an obvious guy that has value. But 
you got to play the trends a little bit. I, I understand if you're saying, you know, all these guys went and the best quarterback available is, you know, is projected to go four rounds from now. You don't have to take him right now because you're, you, there's value on the board. I understand that. But you should – to almost like piggyback on Justin's idea here, don't be at the end of the trend. Start the trend. Okay? You could be at the end of the trend if, you if you're see, comfortable with guys that are still on the board. If you see that, you know, Rodgers, Dak, Wilson, Murray are all on the board and you think, I, I, you know, I could take a quarterback now or I could wait until next round, that's probably the round where those quarterbacks are going to go. No, you got to look so, at your draft spot too though, and see when so the you, people are picking. You, you be the trend setter. You don't be the, the trend follower. That's how you make sure you get the best available players for your team. No. If, you're, if you're following the trend, it's too late. That's right. You, you, do your, you make your own path. It's yeah, but if there's four or five quarterbacks and you start getting nervous saying, oh, there's one quarterback on the board Just left, wait. there's no need to get him. I, I'd rather draft two quarterbacks than two defense. But again, if you're going to get a quarterback anyways, it doesn't matter either way. But I, I agree with you, Justin. I, I think that's sound advice. And I th- just because, you know, people see those trends and they're like, oh, my God, I need to, oh my God, I need to get a quarterback. Oh, my God. Like, no. Also, yeah, if, that's – if I, I've done this in fantasy where guys will draft quarterbacks like um, the top five or the top seven or top eight. They'll get them by round seven. And I'm like, okay, like I, I missed out on the top QBs. Okay, yeah, I'm not, you're you're I'm fine not doing that. There's nothing wrong taking that player. Another thing is your fantasy football draft is not one on draft night. It can be. That's oh, yeah, obviously it can be, but you're not your roster that you draft on draft night is nowhere. It's gonna be. It might be. You might have like seven or eight of the same guys, there but from a, week one to week Arnold seventeen in the in the teen round. Yeah, but from week one to week seventeen, if you look after the draft, you look at all of the rosters that are in your fantasy league, and you look. Oh shoot! I'm nervous because I don't think my roster is as good as the yeah, others. They'll all change ten over. You'll have trades. You have the waiver wire. Your roster can be completely different than it was. I drafted Dak Prescott and Saquon Barkley, and look, my I Justin know, is a bad example of it, and he's still right. At the end of the year last year, I had I Jeff I Wilson. Had, I think I had two players on my roster that I drafted. Yeah, I had like five or six. But what I'm saying is, there'll be guys in the waiver wire that you're like, oh shoot, I didn't even realize these guys would be studs, and all of a sudden, they, James Robinson's pop out of nowhere. I mean, you never know. It happens every year, every mm-hmm. single year. Mm-hmm. So, so that's another sound advice. Pay attention to the waiver wire. Yep. Yeah, the waiver wire. Play the waivers. Pay attention to other teams. Yeah, and Ethan know, Button might still I be taking you play notes. Fantasy with your friends, but you should totally take they're advantage n- of them and get their good players for nothing. From now until the end of the season, they're not my friends. That's right. I hate you guys. But I think that's it. We cover about everything. I'm ready for a hot dog. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, Connor. Again, thanks it for be good, thanks for all the stuff you've done for the show. We it's been tough to get all three of us together at some times because of work and all that crap too. But for the most part, we have not missed a week. Nope, I know the show must go on. We haven't missed a week yet. The show must go. We almost did the show from Aruba when Jake was there. Yeah, I wasn't gonna get on that. Everyone, keep listening. I can't stress that enough. One year in. Congrats to the boys. One yeah, day we'll be ten years in. We almost have. What do we got on Instagram right now? I think One we almost said kids will be on the show. We have four hundred and seventy-four followers on Instagram right now. Woo! Not too bad for a year. Almost five hundred followers on Instagram. Not too bad. When we get to, I take I've it. had Instagram for like seven years and I don't have that. So wow, Shit. the show is more popular than I am. No, we got to keep the trend going. Shit. But Connor, thanks again. We'll see. No, we'll see joke. you in the future, Connor. That's a, that's the truth. We're going to get Connor's picks every single week for the NFL season. So. Yeah, he'll submit them. Damn right. Connor better be ready he to make his picks. He'll submit them the day after the games have been played. But Jake, next yeah, week... I'll go 16-0. Jake, next week, what are we doing this, Monday or Tuesday? You know, yeah. You didn't say you can't do it. Oh, no, I can do it. I don't care. All right, so we'll be doing the show next week. 
Because Thursday night's the season. Wednesday night, unfortunately, I think I work till like 10.30, but Monday or Tuesday night. Figured, yeah, Monday or Tuesday. We'll be back here for week 54. NFL season starts next week. I can't believe it. Tampa Bay, Dallas. you want to give us a prediction? Tampa Bay, Dallas. I'll give you a prediction. So Minus six and a half? Oh, I thought it was seven and a half. Did it go up? I think it did. I think it's seven and a half when I looked on Monday. Oof. So I'm going to say Tampa's going to cover. I'm going to Yeah, I think they'd be even bad. Tampa's going to cover. The over will not hit. So I'm going to say over, over under is 50. So, what? Yeah. So is I'm, it really? Yeah, it is. Take Tampa Bay team total. Over. So I'm going to say I got 26-14 Tampa. Whoa. I, I think Dallas That's like way that. under. No, it's like 40. Yeah. That's a lot. It's a score and a half. Yeah. All right. I'll give you my prediction next week. Everyone's rusty. All right. Good job, guys. I'll give you my prediction next week. We'll give you all our predictions next week. Wow. Jake has a lot of work to do. Wow. I do. I have, Yeah, I have a, send me what I need to do and I'll do it. All right. And guys, listen, if um, the next week on Instagram, actually, I don't know if you've been seeing this, but every day I've been doing like different polls. Most improved player, MVP. I didn't even check what it was today. Let me check. The poll today was who will be the MVP, Rodgers, Allen, Mahomes, or other? So other. far, 18 people have said other. Wow. 15 have said Allen, 14 Mahomes, and one person. One person? Tyler Aaron, Avery said Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers? <laughs> wow, you, Did man. you have, is there a comment section? No, but I've done a, I've done so like a different poll. Other, but they can't comment. I mean, no, you can DM me if you want. But I've done a poll every day. Like, tomorrow will be AFC East, AFC North, and then all the way up until the season. Okay. I like Jake it. can't see Instagram for some reason, right? I, I cannot. I, uh, I, I got banned. I don't have the gram. But we'll be doing our polls. We'll be having more guests. But I think that's going to do it for week 53. One year anniversary. We're going to go celebrate with some hot dogs, hamburgers, fries, onion rings. All the above. I was in it for the hot dog. Jake won the hot dog eating contest. Who is also? That's right. All right, guys. Connor Howe. Jake Platter, Justin Miller. See you next week, week 54. Peace out. Thank you.